0: Hi everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Three Good Podcast. I'm your host Sukh Pabial, as as always on here, and I uh, this special episode is to talk about the story of Vesaki, which is the uh, traditionally celebrated as the Sikh New Year, and it's the story of the birth of the Khalsa. So. The story starts a lot, a lot earlier actually. It starts in the 1400s when a a child was born to a Hindu family and from early on everyone realised that this child was different to what normal children like to do. This child liked to meditate on God and became clever quite quick, started to excel in school preached to the word of God in school as well and started to, um, as he grew older, started to go about certain practices which were quite different to to what the uh, practice of the day was with the religions and the main religions of the day in India, in this part of India were Hindu, uh, Hinduism and Islam and this was in the state of what we now call Punjab which is in the north of India. So, um, and and this child's name was Nanak And he became to be known as Guru Nanak Dev Ji So he was the first, uh, essentially the first Guru of the six, And after him came eight other Gurus And each one was personally selected by each Guru To be able to carry on the teachings of Sikhi So that... Yeah, so that there was a, uh, um, the, it was kept true to what the original teachings were, and each each guru that came advanced what the teachings of Sikhi were as well. So we come to the time of Guru Deg Bahadur, and he is uh, he, uh, he's um, he, he's his uh, Gurudji. He's uh, he's given the own, uh, the responsibility of being a guru. And he he takes it on quite seriously, as do all the others. And he's called to Delhi. And in Delhi, there is a um, it is where the Muslim ruler of the time, the Mughal ruler of the time, Aurangzeb, mm-hmm. is. And he he um, he captures these Hindu priests. And Guru Tegh Bahadur is called there to try and negotiate their release. And when he arrives, uh, he's jailed um, And uh, on, on being jailed um, He tries to get, get caught with uh, Aurangzeb And Aurangzeb refuses And says, uh, you need to convert to Islam And Guru Tegh Bahadur is not going to do that He said, no, um, this is, I'm a Sikh This is my religion uh, in order to free these Hindu priests I'm not going to convert And uh, Guru um, And the ruler Aurangzeb Ordered the Death of Guru um, Gurudhaq Bahadur And he said But if you convert I won't I won't kill you And the Guru Stood fast he said No I'm not going to This is not going to happen And he Um He's taken out to be beheaded And he says To, his, to all, his, all the people who gather around, round Which means I'm giving my head But I'm not giving what I believe in I'm not giving my faith And he's beheaded And at the beheading There are a number of different groups of people There are Hindus, there are Sikhs and Bahadur, Guru Tegh Bahadur Ji, he had a son, Gobind Rai. And the Guru Gaddi, the passing of the Guru responsibility was going to be passed to Gobind Rai. And at the time he was only a young boy, a boy of 10. And it shook him so deeply that his father was a, was a martyr. He was Shahidi. In, the, in, in Punjabi we say uh, Shahid and it means martyr. He was the second Shaheed of the six. The first was the fourth Guru And he was now the second To have given his life In, in, in honour of his faith And refusing to convert So When Gobind Rai learned that this happened And he learned that in the crowd Were his six, His followers He 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 started to go on a personal journey to try and really make sure that he um, could give the six a, a new path. Because what he recognised was that as he you know, as he grew and as he started to learn more, he re- he realised and recognised that what the six needed was an identity that would stand them apart from any other religion. And not just an identity, but they needed a uh, they needed this. sense of duty and a sense of purpose which was going to be unique he wanted to create what he called Sant Sipahi warrior soldiers Sant means uh, not some warrior soldiers sorry Uh, warrior teachers and um, it was a a unique concept because essentially what he wanted to try and cultivate was he he was saying "I, I want to grow a group of people who are soldiers who are fearless in what they do and they have wisdom so they have such a sense of duty to God that they, they uh, that there's a, uh, a balance of what that is and what that what that looks like for these people and what Rai realised was that he needed to also show the leadership in all of this so he spent many years learning different languages he learned different scriptures he developed more with the Sikh scriptures and the Sikh faith he created a he learned martial arts he learned how to write and became a poet and at the time all of this was in faith and in duty in his mind that he knew that he needed to be able to show his Sikh um, fa- uh, his faith, his sick followers what does this mean to be a Sibai. and it was at this time, or in, in 1699 it was the time of Vesaki. and the, this time in India is a time of harvest and it's when there's a lot of celebration around this time anyway and he called He's called, he called his followers to an area called Anandpur Gurasad And in this place, thousands of Sikhs came And he, he had their attention, he had their court and There was a big tent that, he was, uh, that was behind him And he, had, he was speaking in front of all of them And he said, who here amongst you Is willing to give me their head in the name of God? and he withdrew his sword and he stood there waiting for someone to answer his call one man stood and he he said I will I will give you my head and the symbolism of this was not to be um, you know um, is, is, is important in that clearly his father was beheaded and he, uh, he felt that in order to be able to show true faith He was asking for the head of another To be able to show his Sikh followers That this is what it means to be a Sikh It's an interesting way to be able to do that, right? And I don't... I don't. I, I, it, it's hard to think how someone can answer that kind of call With that Shraddha, with that belief that this is what I think is going to be right and I am willing to do this for my Guru because my Guru is asking me to do this so he stepped up and he came to the front Guru Gobind Rai took him into the tent and after some time he came out of the tent and he had a bloodied sword he repeated the call he said who here amongst you Will give me their head In the name of God And again Another man stood And he went up to the front And by this time People were you know They had a A, a fair idea that This was genuinely going to happen These people were going to be beheaded And again Guru Rai Took him into the tent He came back out And he had a bloodied sword Three more times this happened on the fifth time when it happened When the fifth man stood And they were all men who stood When the fifth man came and he stood And he went to the tent with Guru right. Some time passed And All five of the men emerged from the tent They weren't beheaded Instead they were adorned in new clothes And Guru Gobind Rai explained to everybody That these five who have stepped forward They're going to be my Panjpyare They're going to be my five beloved ones And what that means is They will lead the Khalsa They have become Khalsa Khalsa means um, We're strong They have become these warriors These santsipai that I want the the Sikh faith to become We will know them Because they will be adorned in these These panchkakaar The five Ks You will know them because they will have gesh They will keep their gesh Gesh is hair So that's why uh, practicing Sikhs have long beards it's why they have long hair and it's tied up in a turban. It's because they're not allowed to cut their hair. They will wear a karah. Kara is a bangle, steel bangle worn on your wrist. They will have a kanga. Kanga is a comb. And it's used to keep your hair in, uh, in a tidy state. They will, have, they will wear kashera. Kashera is undergarments. So their modesty is always protected. And they will have a kirban. Kirban is a sword. And this is what we will use to defend ourselves and attack those who attack us. These panj these five Ks, are what we will know to be identified as a Sikh. Anyone, anyone you see wearing these, we will know them as, my, as one of my children. They will be my Sikh. And then what happened was something quite unprecedented. He, Guru Gobind Rai Said That what we will also do is We're going to have new names So A man Will be known as a Singh A woman will be known as a Kaur. So if you've ever heard of uh, Men uh, With the names like mine Sukhvinda Singh That, is, that identifies me As a Sikh Singh means lion. Ko means princess. And again, this is part of the identity that Guru Gobind Rai wanted to be able to adorn and give to his sick. And say so, this is this is how you know that these are my children. And he then proceeded to give Amrit, give blessing. Uh, amrit is a certain type of um, uh, elixir, um, and he. He made it and he um, Went through the ceremony of Giving it to his Banj His five beloved ones And By doing so He initiated them as the first Sikh Of the Khalsa And so from that day forth Is where the Khalsa was born But what was unprecedented Was that he asked his Banj To also initiate him into being the Khalsa so being Sikh was, uh, was established because of Guru Nanak Dev Ji and all the teachings that came from that but being Khalsa becoming a uh, practicing Sikh being this identity that Guru Gobind Rai wanted to establish he said that no one is above this not even I as your Guru and in order to be able to uh, be one of you be a Khalsa I need my Panch piyare to initiate me So they too gave him Amrit, And from that day forth He became known as Guru Gobind Singh So this story of Vaisakhi Is the birth of the Khalsa It is traditionally celebrated As the Sikh New Year And I wanted to be able to share that with you all Because that's uh, When we talk about the Sikh religion We talk about it being a fairly young religion That's why It's because it it Only really um, From what we know as the Formal beginning Was at this stage In 1699 So it's just over 300 years old That the religion has been going for In terms of being a Khalsa But the original teaching started from Guru Nanak Dev Ji Early in the early 1400s So it it does vary, I suppose, in terms of when you think the... Uh, ca- when you count the beginning of the, of the Sikh religion. So um, with this story, as with all the other um, episodes, I'm very happy for you to share this and um, the way we celebrate this in the modern age is we go to the Gurdwara, Gurdwara is a Sikh, player, a Sikh place of worship. And in the Gurdwara is where we have our Guru Granth Sahib Ji The Guru Granth Sahib Ji is the Holy Is the last living Guru of the six We call it the last living Guru Because it's where we have all of our written scriptures It's where we have the written word of the Gurus All encaptured in this one book And traditionally what happens at this time Is the book is read from page From beginning to end And it takes normally a full 48 hours for it to be read And it's read non-stop and there's normally a, um, uh, a a schedule of people who will read it uh, in order that you know so that um, they can have, people can have breaks and what have you right when we go to the gurdwara uh, we go and we normally do what we call Matatek, where we go and bow our head in front of the guru in front of the guru and that's a sign of respect as well as marking the importance of you're offering your head to the guru you're touching your head against his, against the guru's uh, feet, and that's the only person that we ever bow down to. Not a person. That's the only guru we ever bow down to. We don't bow down to anybody else. And in the gurdwara, normally what happens is that there are prayers uh, read from the Guru Granth Sahib as well as ceremonial song This is known as Shabad Kirtan, and the uh, there's many different types, and they all. Have a different focus as well And we normally Take part in and eat Langar at the Gurdwara Langar means free kitchen The practice of Langar Is that anybody Who comes to the Gurdwara Is welcome to eat there We we don't Discriminate on the basis of anybody's Religion uh, On the basis of their faith And whether or not they are practicing Sikh or not. Anybody who comes into that space is welcome to have the food that is there. And that concept of Langa is quite a key one because it also encapsulates some other very important elements of the Sikh religion. One is around the concept of seva. Seva means selfless service, it's a selfless act. And there's different ways that we try and develop that sense of service to others. One of those is that the langar is cooked for free so you don't pay for it. People who give food to be cooked do so because it's a gift, an act of charity and the food is cooked and prepared and that's done by volunteers, we call them servadars, servadar means uh, someone who is acting in, uh, in service of others, they're doing seva for others. And, um, and then uh, the act of um, uh, giving the food, serving the food to others is serva. When people have eaten, they normally give their dishes in. Those are washed. That's also considered serva. And the uh, other kind of important pieces around the, the uh Uh, The longer the free food that you're able to take part in Is that everybody sits together in the same place We all sit on the floor Of course there are tables and chairs for those who may not be able to do that Uh, But essentially it says that this is an equal place for all It doesn't matter if you're a king It doesn't matter if you are a celebrated dignitary The floor is where everyone has to have an equal footing no one is above anybody else, and that's important because in the Sikh religion, we don't, we, we genuinely don't see that anybody has any particular reverence over anybody else. Yes, we have learned people, and we have people who have a particular high status because of the responsibilities they are given, for example, but that does not mean that in the Langar Hall, that anybody is given any special treatment. So when you're having l when you're having this food, it's done in uh, in um, faith that I'm doing this because I'm eating with my brothers and sisters, and everybody here is the same as me. I'm a human being and i have uh, I might have other responsibilities I might have other um, duties given to me, but in this act here we're all together, and we're doing this as well so I hope that the story of Vasakhi and hopefully giving explaining a bit what happened in the Gurdwara I hope that helps to provide some sense of what this time of year is about for Sikh people in celebration of it sometimes what you might see is that there are Sikh processions taking place from Gurdwaras across the UK and indeed in other parts of the world and these processions in the Sikh religion are called Nagar Kirtan it's a way of celebrating to be able to Go on a procession From one Gurdwara And you typically go to another one Doesn't always happen in that way Um, So you might just do a um, a Kind of a circuit Or a big um, Yeah, like a a big trek um, Back to the Gurdwara But uh, If you're in different parts of the country You've probably seen this happen So In like The normal places where we see it happen Are um, cities like uh, Birmingham in a part of London called Southall In um, Wolverhampton uh, In Bradford So quite a number of cities It uh, uh, happens and it takes place And Normally also um, What's happened over the last decade or so Is the Lord Mayor of London Normally does a, uh, a Weekend of celebration for Vesaki as well And that's these days It's done in County Hall It used to take place in Trafalgar Square and when you, if you ever get to go along to one, or if you ever see pictures of one, it's it's a really joyous occasion where people are just marching, uh, not marching, sorry, they're just walking along in their, with their families, with their friends. There's not really any um, songs taking place in the in the form of bhangra because bhangra is a form of music from the Punjabi culture, but it's not something. That we, um, that we uh, Not practice as such I can't think of the right word right now But it's not something that we um, Have played or um, Or that we uh, Sing in uh, When we're doing uh, Sikh ceremonies And it's Something which is normally reserved for Things like parties and what have you So quite a different setting for, for Bhangra and for listening to it and dancing to it Instead what you're more than likely To experience is Food being given out So a serva happening again Where people are You know Different points along And you know These processions are normally A couple of hours long So there's normally Snacks and drinks And uh, other food Given along the way And um, As uh, and Nearly always There's easily A few thousand people Who are attending these Just walking along And everyone Again everyone's welcome You know No one is uh, Forbidden from being part of that event and they're quite popular they're quite good fun and 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 so I think that kind of captures everything I wanted to be able to share for today in this special episode to help share the story of Asaki the birth of a Khalsa and give you some idea about what that means and and why Sikhs uh, celebrate it across the world hope you all have a good Week ahead, folks, and I'll catch you on the next episode. As always, if you do like this episode, please like it in, uh, wherever you're listening to it, share it with others, let me know what you think of it. Always happy to hear about uh, what people make of my stuff that I'm sharing out here. Take care, folks. Bye bye.